Rusted Bucket Media Corporation. Hello everybody, this is the 401 Experiment with the intro to the next episode of What's Forum I'm Listening To. Me and Cold Cut and Nasty Nate, we hang out in the garage and we listen to animals. We talk about Primus. We talk about Mars Volta. We talk about superpowers. Desert Island 10 song mixes. And our histories. Hope you like it. What is the 401 listening to? 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 I had my brothers. I think it was like, who first? Right? You know? Who's on first? Who's next? Uh, Hello again and welcome to another episode of What's 401 Listening To, where I, your host, The 401 Experiment, listens to an album with friends. And we talk about it. Today's album was Animals by Pink Floyd. The Pink Floyd. And I I listened to it in my garage with Nasty Nate and Cold Cut. Two good old Houston boys. Never mean no harm. Might do a drop. Yeah? Yeah. Get a get a bass drop. Yeah, yeah get a bass drop. So we're in the 4-1's garage right now. Well, how's the 4-1's garage look to you, mate? Nah, man, it's real comfy and spacious and makes me feel right at home, you know? It's not too uh, foggy in here. I can see pretty clear. That could be a problem. We just a tear in my beer. And we're listening also in the background to uh, Frog Brigade, Live Frogs, Les Claypool, uh, covering animals in its entirety. I don't know where. It's a dream of mine. I wish I could do this. Can we do this one day? Can we cover animals? Yes. Okay. Just tell me what to do. I'm not going to learn an instrument for it. I'm going to do what for it? I took a picture in Wyoming that resembles the, the cover. I could do the art for it. You know, we would be really famous if we could teach animals to play animals. Holy shit. We could take a track by track in every track. Sheep is played by sheep. Pigs are the smartest ones. They have three songs. That's going to be cake. I'm worried about sheep. So does each pig have like a hay house and like a brick house and no, like a stick house? That's the, the three little pigs. This is three different pigs. But weren't each of the pigs and the three little pigs different? Okay, it's May 6th, 2017, and uh, is it still May 6th? Cinco de Say So it was Cinco de Mayo like two hours ago, I think. Cinco de See Something, Say Something. And we're not drinking anything Mexican. I don't have any Mexican beer, and we're not drinking tequila. So. No, I think we're nah, drinking a bunch of uh, redneck whiskey or something. Johnny? It's scotch. Old Johnny? Uh, what else do we got? So yeah, as, as mentioned, we're, we're in the 401's garage and we're listening on his garage stereo, which is comprised of a $100 insignia receiver pushing two JBL Control 1's and two JBL Control 5's that have been taken out of the basement of a morgue. I was told this story, story earlier. That's uh, a With me story. through thick and thin. Why are you yeah. telling me that story? Yeah, I don't know. Well, I didn't tell the story. I just this is going to be listened story. to by seven people yeah, over the I course know. of eight years. They should know the story behind those JBLs because they're they're kind of ghostly or never nap while listening to it. You will be busy. No, these this was for his live sound of his band. This the only th- this was only in the basement of the funeral home. It never actually was like upstairs. Yeah, that makes me feel a lot better. How does that make you feel about? I think there's a good sound quality out of these speakers, so you shouldn't be talking shit. Alright. So, uh, would, would you describe the sound quality as otherworldly? <laughs> <laughs> I would, uh, 
damn near. I, I furnished damn one of my near. college apartments from furniture yeah. from a, a funeral home. You know, if they if they've made it, it from was, college level to this point, we had like, a floor standing ashtray. All brass with like a glass ashtray that fit into it, floor standing little fucker. Throw roaches in there every now and then. But we would use buck spray and get rid of those. Okay. Yeah. So what held this thing up? Was it like a little It was a little brass, brass plate. Okay. And then a pole. Alright. About it's about this high. Okay, so three feet high. Three feet high, glass, glass ashtray fit into it. Okay. And the handle like went over it, a little brass handle. So In the 30s, they had cool shit like that. So you're saying if Miss Daisy had an ashtray? It would be this ashtray. Gotcha. No, no, no. This is the ashtray. I peeped, I peeped. Fuck. Where to, Miss Daisy? Edit point. Ask me that question again. <laughs> so if Miss Daisy had an ashtray, this would be her ashtray? This would be the ashtray at her wake. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Alright, sure. Fucking what else? Uh, the <laughs> art on this album, Animals, uh, we don't have a copy of it. We have copies of it, but not here in the garage with us. Well, what I can uh, say So we're streaming it, and what we get is we get a picture, and <laughs> it's awesome. Cold Cut, what do you have to say about the album art? You know, the album art uh, with this, this band and this particular album follows them through every tour. It doesn't matter what they're gonna play for you. Guess what, you're gonna see a flying pig run across the stage. Or you may see a flying pig break through a wall. I mean, believe that or not. This this album artwork follows, follows them throughout their whole career. You know, after they made this album, that's what that's what I know about it. How about you, Nasty? What do you think? Yeah, they totally stole. The, uh, they were inspired by Yao Ming, by the flying pig thing. Oh. Yeah. Yaming, the basketball player. Yaming, Yaming. Drop, uh, drop Rockets playoff schedule. Yeah. So, <laughs> <coughs> uh, Coco, what's your background, player, with this album? Like, give fucking, give the 401 a little excuse, exclusive here. Okay. So with Cold Cut's background with Pink Floyd Animals. Animals. Uh, Shit. Surprised the hell out of me, okay? Um, I was introduced with Shine On uh, and then went into uh, Dark Side of the Moon and that probably was like my go-to album for the longest time and you know that gave me basically uh, an opinion on a band where they could be my favorite band and then Animals came along and basically sealed the deal and the interesting thing about it, I'm sorry, the interesting thing about animals was uh, my dad would send me packages in the mail, you know, every so often. Um, and this time I got a package in the mail and it had an iPod. Uh, it had an iPod in it, okay? And so I plugged this iPod into my car, driving to work, and this song came on. Pigs came on. Just shuffle through the whole thing? It was a complete random draw throughout the whole playlist and this song came on and it fucking blew me away. This song blew me away. Did you know it as Pink Floyd right away do you think? Of course, yeah, I knew it was Pink Floyd. Uh, you know, when, when something surprises you like that, whether you know who it is or not, you have to take a look at it. If you have something in your possession that tells you what song that is, what the name of that song is, you have to look and listen You say, you hear it and it's like, oh my goodness, this song. And then you grab whatever it is or you look at whatever it is that is playing that and you're like, I have to know what the name of the song is. You used to not be able to do that with the radio, right? But now you can do that with the radio, like in the car if you heard a good song. I hope people do fucking that. hoping, listening to the whole thing and hoping that the DJ was going to fucking say it. I hope people do that to this song still to this day. Well, so, all they have to do is glance down. You know? Somebody hears this song. Who plays this song on the radio? Who plays this song? 92 KQRS, Minneapolis, Minnesota. <laughs> I miss that station. Yeah, I bet, station. man. Sounds pretty good. The Gulf Coast Rocker. 
the GoPro Stalker might play that song. Oh, they totally play this song. So what about you, Nate? How were you introduced into this album? Nasty Nate. Dude, Play it off. Get this, man. Uh, this is one of the last albums I heard of Floyd. And uh, of course, The Wall and Dark Side being the two like blockbusters of film. And, you know, you throw Wish You Were Here in there, of course. Uh, you know, the radio hits is kind of what's led me to hearing these songs, but you never, you never heard, uh, or I never heard animals on the radio. So it was kind of like it got excluded from my playlist, just so to say. And uh, so I think one day I found the record in my parents' room or whatever, and I played it, and I was think, I was just thinking, what the fuck is this, you know? And because uh, you know it starts off really easy with pigs on the wing, like. That's really easy. It sounds like Floyd, no problem, you know. Yeah, I've heard this before. Like two chords, just chilling back and forth. And then, yeah, dogs explode. Crescendos yeah. into pigs. And then they kind of bring it back down with sheep. Dogs crescendos three times. Yeah, well, I mean, each of the songs crescendos, you know, yeah. multiple times. But yeah, uh, I guess. For me, it's like the album is like the one, is the entire package, I guess, you know, to judge it off that. But, uh, yeah, yeah, uh, you, I, occasionally, now that I'm aware of the album, do I hear like sheep on the radio here? Right. How often have you heard the, uh, the Frog Brigade cover this, and what do you think of their version of it? Yeah, um, they uh, outshine Nick Mason way too easy. <laughs> Is that even Tim Alexander playing drums? Or do they have someone else? That's probably somebody else. I'm not I sure. It's like Primus' first drummer. Fade 401? Yo. What was Primus' first drummer's name? Jay Lane. And oh, no shit. 401. Jay Lane. Is that the, the drummer's name in Fogden? It Is. Same person? Same yes person. Or no? I think it's Jay. Yes. Jay Ski, and he came back and played on Green Alder High, if I'm not mistaken. Hey, Nasty Nate? Yeah. Who played on Green Alder High? Uh, I think that was Jay. Uh, Jay Lane? Jay Lane, I think it is. Jay Lane! What a name. So, my background, uh, the 401 experiments background, we'll start with Pink Floyd in general was uh, that station, 92KQRS, like after nine or 10 at night, would play like deep cuts, classic Rocky, like this kind of stuff. And because uh, the target audience was like awake at that time, if you know what I'm saying. And uh, we were coming back from one of my dad's baseball games and it's on Wish You Were Here, I'm not sure the name of the track, but it ends with that, the sound of a, a voicemail. And like someone getting into a car and it revving up. You know, uh, you know that song? Uh, Whatever it is, Welcome to the Machine. Maybe? Yeah, Welcome to the Machine, yeah. So, they, so the, I heard that on the radio, the whole thing. And like, I was like, this, I can't remember how old I was, like, not very old, 10. And I'm like, that just blew me away. And I was kind of like, Put off by it because I was listening to like whatever Nirvana and Soundgarden. Sure. The time. Yeah, the classic. But that was like that was so I was intrigued by it. And uh, then later, Dark Side, and then I think this. But this, not very in depth into it. And Frog Brigade is what I I bought that CD, and so I had that, and I was able to like always always listen to that. So then hearing the Pink Floyd version, it's like hearing a cover of that, which is weird. It's a weird headspace. So you talked about your first experiment with uh, Pink Floyd, or first experience with Pink Floyd. Uh, mine is pretty interesting because I think I was probably 10 years old at the time, and it's funny how you find music, you know, as a, as a child, and, and you wonder how you become this person later in life. And you look back at these, these examples, and when I was 10, uh, I flew out to Tennessee to see my dad. He went to uh, to work during the day, 
and I would do things, you know, we had a dog, and, and I played the dog, and I would take him to the, to the pet store and buy, you know, whatever it is, uh, pet toys and whatever, just have a good time. But during that free time, I would search through CDs and albums that my dad had. And for whatever reason, Dark Side of the Moon, the, the cover, the, the look of it, it just took a hold of me. Mm. And then I put it in and I played it. Um, and then it didn't, it took some money. It was that cash pressure that. Mm -hmm. yeah. That sound. That the whole summer that I spent with him, I put that same album in every single day. Cool experience. So track one, Pigs on the Wing. Uh, not much of a track, really, in compared to the rest of the album. I disagree. Until with the re thing. until the reprise. Like, <laughs> The only reason, the only way for me that it's like noteworthy is it might it's, be, it's bookends. It might be you know the track. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It might be the yeah, track because, because of that. He comes the bookends back. are yeah. the most important part of so, the right. show process. Your introduction and your ending. Yes, sir. Mm. Covers. Yeah, that, that song, if I was to try and understand any song and identify to that song on this album, it would be that that song. So it might be the most important song on the album for me. 401 exclusive? One exclusive? Really? Yeah. Part one? Both. You have to add them together. Oh. You have to add them together. So part three. Yeah, you have to. Yeah, you have have you to. ever taken them separately and listened to them back to that? Yes. Many times. Well, not going 2-1, but going 1-2. Yes. Huh. And 2-1. I have a theory with the Mars Volta album, Be Lost in the Comatorium, that the last yeah. track, Take the Veil, Serpentine, yeah. should be played before track 1, Sikatraz, ESP. If, and if I got I like the album track yeah. titles yeah. correct, yeah. first try, I am impressed with it. So, speaking of that, yeah. I, have to, I think of that as, as track 2, though. By the way, after Take the I would like to tell both of y'all, off, off, off record here, uh, at, the, I, at, at the drive-in is coming to town, uh, and the tickets are 40 bucks. Where and when? When? Sugarland in like a month. I won't be able to make it in a month. I'll be in Minnesota. That does suck. Uh, track two, dogs. Uh, if you, Nasty Nate, I'm going to ask you this. The spirit rock appears to you and bestows upon you one rock power of your choice. The catch is the power has to come from David Gilmore. You rob it from him and give it to yourself. What's that power? The, uh, the squeals and the solos that that guy can make. The, the raw sound of, of the solo that he can, you know, the riffage is great and all that, but I feel that if I'm going to steal anything from Gilmore, it's going to be his solos, and the sounds he, he can create with the guitar, how amazing that guy is, and uh, I mean, you can even go to like com the Comfortably Known solo, and you would think he plugged into all these crazy amps and all this and actually he just plugged straight into the board and let it rip and it was just so natural. He's just such a natural when it comes to feeling these epic moments in a song that any average Joe is just going to screw it up. He takes, it, he takes the song extra, he puts it in that extra gear to where it needs to go. And it's the solo. You know, the riffs are all, all you know, timeless, but for me it's the solo. Yeah, I mean, I would the agree with solo, but it's not, you don't say solo, you don't say sound. That, I mean, that's soul. It's a soul. But 
Everybody, so, everybody plays the guitar. Everybody plays the guitar differently. Voice? And it just has to do with the way you touch it. It's his signature. Yeah, it's his finger. It's his signature. Absolutely. Cold cut. You are standing on the corner of a busy intersection. Traffic going in front of you, side of you. Speeding one way, both ways. You look up to your immediate right and you see the tallest building you've ever seen in your life. And jumping from that building is an angel who lands at your feet, standing, looking at you in the eyes. And the angel takes a breath and says, You have been chosen. Much like David Gilmer before you, we are going to give you a power. Catch. If you take it from David Gilmer and give it to yourself, choose mortal. Okay. Forward exclusive. I would choose the day in Pompeii. I would choose the day to play in Pompeii and give everything I had to, to that acoustic environment. That gives me two questions. Are you inserting yourself as cold cut back in time and playing with them? Or are you inserting yourself cold cut as one of the members with their like muscle memory and fucking kind of talent, but also your sort of consciousness in there? You know, from what happened, from all that, I would have to say one of them. And I don't care which one. Just right. be there. Just be there. Uh, yeah, I, I, I couldn't put myself and say that I would insert myself as myself. No way. <laughs> okay, uh, you uh, are bestowed with the talent of one of them. And you can also play with them with that talent. I'll give you that. Okay. Um, uh, that's not even really a question. Just wouldn't that be dope? <laughs> you know, correct. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. But that would, uh, you know. All right. Pause tape for me cleaning off my seat right now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. So, in the fucking frog, where are they in dogs right now? Is this second halftime? Okay, so this is where I yeah. this is this is where I got the second breakdown and then and then they go into right. So I actually got that confused. Pigs they play they play everything all the way up until the the song before uh, Pigs on a Wing Two and that's Dogs. Uh, I always thought it was Pigs that they changed up, but Frog Brigade definitely changed up Dogs. This is that change up. This is uh, Primus putting their putting their stamp on one song of, Probably uh, of the album. Probably not an official Primus. Not Primus. I wrote down halftime. What did I edit, you, or, edit, or, edit that, please. Nope. Get that out of here. Uh, I wrote down Hall of Fame. Why did I? Why did I write down Hall of Fame? Hall of Fame. Fame. So I think we decided to. Oh, right. I think right. I think we decided to uh, put a. A song in the top ten. You said island, but I say yeah, top, yeah, I say top ten. Um, top ten songs, and I, I I bet that two of them would be Pink Floyd songs. We would have to specify what we mean. And Wait a second. What was that? Uh, hey, Cold Cut. What? Tell me again. What is your Hall of Fame? Are you looking for all ten songs from me? That's what I'm asking. Are you looking for yeah. all, all ten? Because all ten. You don't have to do them right now. I, 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 can, I can give it to you specific to this album. There would definitely be one from this album. Oh, nice. Well, if you can do it right now, yeah. But I, I can't do it. No, I can't do it right now. But there would definitely be in the top ten. There would be, just there would be one from just this album. It. It's really not. That all right. Cool. So wing it, wing it. 
Okay. Real quick. Top of your head. All right, you go first, bitch. All right. Um, ten songs. Uh, one's definitely gonna be Heartbreaker from Mazeppa. Uh, that solo just did so much for me as a kid and a young guitar player. That made such a big impression on me. Uh, to probably be, yeah, since we're in the spirit of Pink Floyd, I'll go with Have a Cigar. And three, I'll go with um, some Stevie Ray Vaughan, you know, some Texas Blood or something like that. And then four, I would definitely have to go back with Jimi Hendrix. And I'll have to say, hmm. The toss up, either manic depression or uh, is this love? Yeah. And five. Well, um, no, six, because you're gonna use okay. both of those. Okay, I'll use both of those. See, I'm better with albums, shit. But yeah, yeah. Uh, we'll go six with. Um, we'll go six. Soundgarden, burden in my hand. Ooh, uh, the newest one by 30 years. You know, if you and you get there at seven. Yeah. Wow. Seven. Seven. I'll go with uh, Tool, Ticks and Leeches. Okay. And eight. I'll go with. Uh, Primus, Mr. Crimple. Everybody likes that song. How could you go wrong? Yeah. Marker for Crinkle on there. Marker for Crinkle. So nine would be. Mm. Oh, Man, you don't have anything Probably. from the two thousands and on. Okay, so if I need you would, something. If you would even want something like that. Mm. Probably not. Uh, nine. I would do like some stupid song, like just like that stupid freaking happy song, like a, a Huey Lewis in the News kind of song. Yeah. Uh, what's that? What's one no, of his tunes? I, I honestly I don't have any. Yeah, it's one of those stupid songs. Like, the one. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. The one on American Psycho, whichever yeah. one that is. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that one on American Psycho. <laughs> And then ten to close her out. Mm. No girl bands. What's no up? No chick bands. What's wrong? Mm. You? you don't want to hear a female Sexist? voice for the rest of your life. Uh, That's a good point. Ten. Bjork. Me Bjork. Uh, no thanks. For real? No thanks. Uh, huh. Well, what I'm supposed It's a misogynist. <laughs> That's what makes him so nasty. <laughs> Well, you're waiting for 10. Hey, 401. See, that's, that's why 10 Hold on, is talk to 401. Hey, 401. Yo. What's your 10? Uh, Dig a Pony by The Beatles, Red House by Jimi Hendrix, When the Levee Breaks by Zeppelin, Walking the Cow by Daniel Johnston, To Go and Return by Jeffrey Lewis, Be Quiet and Drive, parentheses Far Away by Deftones, I Don't Love Anyone by Bill and Sebastian, Chicago by Sufjan Stevens, Among His Tribe by Ween, and Fresh Feeling by Eels. Oh, cool. That's That was so succinct. And you got all your bases covered. That's amazing. Great job. Cold Cut, what's up? Ten. <clears throat> Ooh. Rush, Limelight. Hmm. There you go. Well done. Yeah. Well done. Well done. I and I just pulled that out of my ass completely. 
Alright, so I'm going to have to try and pull something out of my ass because obviously this can't be done the way it's being done right now, but we're going to have a completely different... Uh, shooting from the hip. Alright, so shooting from the hip, number one, obviously my favorite band is Pink Floyd. I, I do have to say that Shine On is probably my favorite song. My favorite album is Animals, it's what we're discussing now. But I have to go Shine On You Crazy Diamond my favorite song number one so that would have to have that in there um, number two I'm gonna put in like a the strokes um, 1251 would be a good one hmm. it just that time of my life and what it means to me is pretty good. Uh, CCR. Uh, specific song. Just go with Suzy Q. I mean, just that album, that song. It starts the album. And, and, uh, it just it, it puts uh, it puts good. Good light, my soul. Um, so I'm at four now. I have to say, uh, Hendrix, our experience is, is meant something quite significant to me. Uh, and then I'm going to go with uh, Robert Johnson, my brother, Larto. It was actually done by a guy named Chris Thomas King, and that 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 little album there pretty much taught me the guitar. I sat there and played acoustic guitar to that album for hours upon hours. Hmm. Yeah, check it out. It's uh, an album called Chris Thomas King. It that the artist was Chris Thomas King. The album is called Our Brother Art Thou. And it's a tribute to uh, Robert Johnson. Uh, we're at six. Was that five? Yeah. So I'm at six. No tool as of yet. Not yet. It's no. No Pearl Jam. No Pearl Jam. No. I will have to, so I would definitely have to go uh, Blind Melon, uh, and I'm going to say Blind Melon Time. Mm. For one experiment is not familiar with Blind Melon. Blind Melon. Blind, blind, blind Melon. Yeah. Blind, blind Lemon or Blind Lemon. Yeah. Both cherry. <laughs> you ever heard that shit Crazy Town? Yeah, straight up. It's good. You ever heard that? Uh, no Kid Rock yet. No I'm kid, surprised. Yeah, no Kid Rock. You haven't even delved into Creed. Oh, what's that song that, that uh, I will never be old? What was it? Uh, <laughs> Why it not? Uh, what was, was it? it on that Disturbed album? No. <laughs> it sucks. <laughs> what, Uncle Cracker? So, number six, I'm going to have to go. Uh, Ugly Kid Joe. I'm going to go. Um, I'm gonna go Knife Party by uh, Deftones. Mm. Of course. Yeah, it's Deftones number six. Um, seven, I don't even know how to say it. Seven is uh, Sizzatric ESP. Sick and Traz, that's track Sick one. Sick ESP, yeah. We already got a uh, 401 exclusive from that, probably. Number eight. Um, Jack Johnson. I'm going to say Red Rain. <laughs> nice. Yeah, I totally didn't say Mr. White. Mr. Jackie White. Jackson. Brown. Jackson Brown. White. White, yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, number nine. Number nine. Number nine. Don't pay. Come on, we were just listening to 
you think. Fun game to play with Tom Petty is like just adding the word joint into I'm gonna other say, yeah. Tom Petty <laughs> lyrics that don't have the word joint in it. I'm gonna say, I uh, wish you were here. Ooh. There's my second Pink Floyd dump there. This isn't on animals. No, sir. I didn't even know that they covered it. Stuff. I didn't know they covered it. But it was my number one, and they started it on number one. That's pretty crazy. Alright, so I've got one more. Number 10. Number 10 is going to be... Um, Common Police by Radiohead. I didn't even say Radiohead. I don't know, not say Radiohead. My top 10 could easily be Radiohead. So oh yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, you, you you decided to go flyby, so we did flyby. We did what yeah. we could. Um, you See, know. when I go back to that edit point, I'll just put in like my top ten songs. I'll just put <laughs> in songs yeah, just, and just, just do like just, fifteen minutes. Of yeah, He's got like yeah. a week to think about it. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah. Number right. one. I t okay. Uh, Here, here's me agreeing with you. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. Oh, I forgot about that one, man. And then you're gonna insert song. You're gonna insert song, and then you use the. Let's use that over and over. Yeah, yeah. But I love Radiohead too. <laughs> yeah, honestly, you could add five Radiohead songs. <laughs> Hey Coldcut, what was your top ten? What you can't speak right now? Okay, let me let me read them. Now that you've had time to think about it, here we go. He he just said use what you got. Well, that was a great, well thought out top ten, Coldcut. Nasty Nate, now that you've had some time to think, uh, what uh, you have it right there? You also have it written? Well, here, hand it to me. Uh, gee, thanks, thanks for this piece of paper. Let me read them. He just said use what you got. Oh, there were a lot of. Uh, Unexpected ones in my uh, fly by number 10. Just fuck that up for you. No, it's. Well, I haven't finished that. <laughs> Have you seen me edit? Forget about it. Forget so, about it. Uh, pigs, three different ones. Uh, wait, Jesus. I, I apologize. I've been sitting here this entire time with Cold Cut of Cold Cut and the Booty Watchers. I have forgotten the face of my father here. It's... I can't believe it. What do you want to... Give me... Give, if you would bless us with just one booty story, I think the fans would, uh, would appreciate it. And that's too small a word for what they would do. Just one, just one graceful booty story. I'm not sure Which that booty are you? <laughs> I'm not I'm not sure that any of the booty stories are appropriate. So uh, keep it keep the, it PG thirteen, man. The the only one that I can think of is uh, that's PG thirteen that is is able to be told um, is how the name came about and that's what <laughs> Sitting on a uh, on a living room floor watching TV, and a commercial came on, and it was an old Navy commercial, and they started advertising booty shorts, and I just sat up and kind of looked around and looked at myself and was like, told myself, you know what I am? I'm a booty watcher. What those lumps? So I was like. Yeah, I'm a booty watcher. So I thought, how's that for a name for a band? Or again, one of the booty watchers. Cold Cut the Booty Watchers. CC. CC, baby. And then I got clever and decided that that booty was not women's booty, because that would be so inappropriate, right? Right. So I decided it would be pirate booty. It's not a great story, but all but the other stories. Yeah, all the other stories I can't tell because uh, there's other people involved. <laughs> yeah, we don't necessarily want to do that. Pigs, no, three different not, ones. I'd rather not do that. No, that's the one where less playful sort of 
changes it up when they do when they do gigs. Uh, say, how did you find out about this album, Polka? So I'm going to mention this briefly earlier, but uh, my dad sent me a package that had a uh, iPad or iPod at the time, and uh, had a random playlist going, and all of a sudden the song Pigs Three Little Woman shows up, and I start listening to it, and I'm like, what am I listening to? You've seen that, right? Once in your life, you, you've heard a song and said, what am I listening to? It was Primus, it was Tales from the Punch Bowl, the first song on that. Well, Pigs, Old Nut Butter, Professor Nut Butter. Yeah. 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 I didn't know what was happening. I had no idea what that was. I didn't say this is baby. She was a big thing So we saw Over the Falls played by him. Uh, he pulled out a dope rope. I don't know that. That's fantastic. Um, so that was, a, that was a great story. Um, I think it should be mentioned that chronologically, animals I've got play out of the wall. For my exclusive. I cannot ever forgive myself for this, but I have neglected to let my listeners know that I am also sitting next to none other than a musician you may have heard from this band that's just... If you would think rock music, the first band you think of is Stony Baloney. And I'm sitting next to Cold Cut from the band Stony Baloney. Give us the stoniest, most melodious story. That's right. Okay, so I, I actually got a better story for Stony Baloney. What the fuck is happening? Yeah, I thought it was here in the 15th step. That's what I thought it was. So the best Stony Baloney story that I can tell that's PG-13 is um, we went Play Fitzgerald's upstairs in Houston. Is that closed now? Does anybody know? It should have never been open. The upstairs is not ADA accessible. <laughs> okay, so we played in the legal venue upstairs. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I think it's closed now, but all of it. And uh, we went backstage. It was actually a pretty big show that we played. We went backstage and, and we had. We, there's a guy that uh, plays drums for us. I'm sure you've heard of him, huh? Wesley Presley? Oh yeah, yeah, Wesley Presley. He had the band. That's right, he had the band, and he had the hair, and he had the look. He was, he was our band. And uh, he had a little bit of extra hair this, this last time that we went to that show. Mm -hmm. And so we got backstage, and. I don't know how we got a hold of a pair of clippers, but we decided to shave his, his hair into a mohawk before the show. So, uh, a couple of shenanigans went on. I mean, uh, some smoke was lifted into the air. Burning sage. Well, anytime you have a traditional head cutting, you need to... You need to cleanse the air. You need to press. Sure. And there was uh, some liquids that was, that was induced yeah. to our bodies and... and the thing, the thing about Sonny Baloney is we always rolled around this big band that had a uh, big couch, big leather couch in the back of it. It actually was a love seat until it fit in the band. Mm -hmm. uh, so the cool thing about Sonny Baloney when you came to a Sonny Baloney show is which you, you wouldn't see Sonny Baloney before you came to the show. You would hang out and you would drink beer and you'd be like, where are my friends? Well, where is Sonny Baloney? The answer was always in the van the with, was with in, their roadie. The answer was in the van, but this this time we we ended up backstage and we decided to shave um, Wesley Presley's head and it turned out great. Douche Brawlers. Douche Brawlers got him a nice little 
cold cut, if you'd like to say. What did Mrs. Brownworth think of it when she saw it? You know, Vanessa might have been okay with it, you know, I, I don't know. We don't worry about those kinds of things when they happen, you know? Definitely not. You know what I like about that Amazon is Mason Waters getting into that pocket, those, those fucking tight pocket grooves, and how GNR mastered that. GNR took it through that that GNR just <laughs> ate off ate off that little crumbs off of that buffet, right? Right, right. Yeah, yeah. It's a uh, It's all about that cowbell. That's right. We can revisit this if you like it. The, the thing I like about Pig's three different ones is uh, how it goes back to the intro. Uh, Sheep is uh, the next album. The next uh, track. The next tune. So, do starting off with Mr. Rick Wright. Does anybody get to ask 401 um, how they came about their name? 401 was the address of uh, apartment townhome. Townhome I was living in in Mankato, Minnesota, in the year 2007. 401, 401 Joseph Path, Mankato, Minnesota, five six zero zero. Man, don't say it. I don't fucking live there now. <laughs> Some fucking don't say all that. What is your social security number? 401. Six nine four nine nine nine. Nine nine nine. Uh no, yeah, it was 401. That was when I first bought a microphone. It's one of the first first ever time where I wasn't living with like a friend I was embarrassed to play music in front of, so that's when I started recording. Basically. Was when I lived at that apartment, and it started out as an experiment, it was a four-to-one experiment, and then it stuck with me because it's about the same time it's I bought fucking a alter ego. instead of a yeah. microphone. And I started experimenting too. Yeah. <laughs> sure, Richard Wright, um, the John Paul Jones of of Pink Floyd is Richard Wright. We're like everybody knows. Robert Plant. Everybody knows the drummer's name. Everybody knows. Yeah. Everybody knows the other guy yeah, with the yeah. with the fucking six fiddle. Yeah. Uh, but everyone kind of blanks on John Paul Jones as I do. Multifaceted. Nick Mason, I won't forget. But Richard Wright is that yeah. man. Right. That me. Yeah. And I know I can get well, away with saying. He's the overshadowed uh, songwriter of Floyd. You know, everybody gives Gilmore and Waters their due because, well, they were, they were like, the two, it was like a double front man band kind of going on there. They had that power struggle going on between them. I'm the songwriter and you're just the singer. And look at us you're now. Just, you're just the guitar player. And look at us now. You've got one touring by themselves, doing solo albums, and you've got the other touring. Oh, Battle the Cage was fucking sick. What's the other thing? On an island? Oh my god. They feel more stiff. Yeah. We have powers from him. Uh, and here we go, like, we're talking about. What? Rick Wright? We're talking about yeah, Rick Wright. Yeah, we, we, we started talking about fucking uh, Gilmore. How are we supposed to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that's how that happens, John. That just happens. like that. It just happened like that. <laughs> Rick Wright? Who? Yeah. Uh, you can play with me and Keyboard. So, in addition nah, to all know, of that, without Rick Wright, you don't have these cool tunes like "Great Gig in the Sky" or "Right Intro to Sheep." More like all the dope music he writes for all the other songs. But Waters here, who do you think came up with the idea of him holding on to that note he's singing and it kind of trailing off into that eight-bit? Put on it as it yeah. dies. Because it's not a natural human voice thing. Yeah. 
load up with. Uh, I don't know. After taking so many drugs for a while, you know, you start to hear alarms. <laughs> Am I just suffering tinnitus every time I hear that song and not knowing it? Exactly. Yeah. yeah, I'm not so sure that it's the drugs. It, it, they had so much time and they had so much technology. They were, they were known they were at the point. Yeah, they were known at the, at the point Making in time a, that they uh, came dark out. Side, have you seen that? Making a dark side? Yeah, that everybody yeah, wanted they, to give them the new cool. thing. And they, and they, and they would experiment. <laughs> I forgot. Uh, and the last song is, of course, uh, Pigs on the Wing Part 3. I mean, 2. And it's just that regular, forgettable, you know, run-of-the-mill bullshit song that nobody likes. And I, I so disagree with that. Wait a minute. Is the only fan of that song. Excuse me, Cold Cut's the only fan of that thing. Well, part one and part two together, they're the same song, but they mean so much. They introduce you to what you're Cold Cut's favorite part of the album is the first and the last song, and that's it. That's not true. That's so true. It's not true, but you can't. That's so true. You cannot discount that song. That song... Forget the rest of the album. It's about the first and the last song. No, that, that, song, that song came from the same tender that Wish You Were Here came from. Um, hey, for a one, was this All Waters? Actually, I believe Gilmore did. Jordy was Waters. Speaking of Gilmore, did Gilmore play the bass? What was Gilmore's role with playing the bass? All the first two songs. The first song and the last song, I think. You were asking 401. Huh? 401. Yeah? What color is the sky? There is a point. I want to talk. I want to talk. I want to talk. Hey, 401, how you doing? I want to talk. See, we, we get a bunch of questions for 401, right? Shoot, man. I'm a fucking open book. I'm a library. And you have a card. No late fees. No late fees, Ernie Ball Super Slinkies. Traditionally, I've been messing around with a hybrid lately where it's the three top strings are fat and the three bottom strings are not so fat. What I want you to do, Harold, is. What I want you to do, Cold Cut, is. Improvise guitar for the next four minutes. 45 seconds. That's a very uh, specific. Well, I want to run this to an hour and then cut it. Well, you don't want me to do this, you want him to do this. Okay, you're going to play knee percussion.
Frosted Bucket Media Corporation.